everyone. Welcome to our first podcast of Water Wellness. My name is Elizabeth McGarry, but I would like to introduce you to Dr. Andy Lazor, University of Maryland State Extension Specialist for Water Quality. Andy will pick a topic each month on drinking water quality, wells, septics, groundwater, or pond management, and educate us on the important things we need to know on these subjects. And I will make sure he keeps it in layman's terms. Andy, take it from here. Great. Thanks, Elizabeth. And and again, welcome to our first podcast. We're excited about this. Uh, We haven't done a podcast before, and we hope it's going to be another valuable resource for you to learn more about water quality, particularly drinking water quality. And as Elizabeth mentioned, uh, we'll discuss septic systems, wells, groundwater, and even ponds. So we think it's going to be a, a good learning opportunity for you. We're excited about it. And these podcasts will also complement some of our other resources that we have. And I'll just mention quickly uh, our Water Wednesday webinars. And uh, again, what we'll probably plan on doing is to have a podcast a week or two before our an upcoming webinar. But you don't even need to wait for that. You can check out Andy's website at UME Wells, Septics, and Water Quality. There is also a YouTube channel, Water Quality, University of Maryland Extension, or his Facebook page at University of Maryland Extension, Water Quality. Yeah, and just a little bit more about those resources. For example, on our YouTube channel, we've got a host of uh, videos, recorded webinars that I've given on a variety of, of topics. We also have uh, some materials from other states or agencies, uh, some really good quality resources. And then we have several uh, videos as well as articles that are translated into Spanish. So again, we hope that you'll take advantage of that material. And again, it'll complement what I'm going to talk about today uh, even. And so what I'd like to do for this podcast is also to start off or kick off with a topic that I like to call You Are What You Drink. So we've probably all heard about the saying, you are what you eat, right? And uh, we're probably uh, very conscious about our health, or at least most times we try to eat healthy. But, you know, the quality and the quantity of water that we drink is, is just as important. So think about that. You know, if, if our bodies are made up of 60% water, and babies even actually higher, up to 78%, it kind of makes sense that good water quality is, is important for your health. So a couple of things you want to think about water is what does it do for you? Okay, if we have that much in our bodies, what is it doing? Well, think of water as kind of one of the basic building blocks of our cells. Okay, so we're made up of gazillions cells in our body and and they're made up of a lot of water. Okay, but they also water also helps regulate a lot of our other uh, body functions, including our digestive system. Uh, for example, even our brain. Our brain is made up of about 73% water. So, you know, that saying of staying hydrated, you know, maybe that's going to help our brain function better. Right. And, and I'll take, personally, I'll take all the help I can get. So, <laughs> you know, uh, but it also helps lubricate our joints, uh, for example. And so it's very important that we drink good water quality. So one of the things uh, that about quality of water is, you know, you have to look at the type of water that you're, drinking. So a lot of us may be on city water or municipal public water supply, okay? And the good news there is that the EPA, US EPA, 
regulates drinking water. Uh, and then they delegate that authority down to the states. And so, for example, in Maryland, that agency is the Maryland Department of Environment. And they require that these public water suppliers test for about 97 or so contaminants, and then they also have to treat that water. So that's the good news. But Andy, what if they're on well water? Yeah, it's a good question, Elizabeth. So if you're on a well, then the well owner is responsible for testing and treating that water. What that means is that you'll have to do an annual test of your well. And what we recommend is that you test it for coliform bacteria, E. coli, and nitrates. And these three contaminants are basically indicators of some sort of contamination from the surface or some sort of animal contamination. And by animals, that could be anywhere from insects, pets, wildlife, livestock, or even human sewage. And so testing that, those three annually, are very important. The other things that you can test for would be such things as lead. We've all heard about lead, right? Mm -hmm. But copper, your pH, your hardness chloride, sulfate, total suspended solids, and manganese. So these are the kind of the core basic recommended things to test for, but you only have to test for those every, say, three to five years. So if I have stains in my sink or tub, will the test results help me with that too? Yeah, you know, knowledge is powerful, right? So that's what you're basically trying to do. You're trying to find out what's in your water and, you know, whether it's an issue or not. If it's an issue, the good news is that there's a filter for that. So whether it be lead or copper or arsenic, whatever the case may be, that we have different types of filters that you can use to filter out that contaminant. But you really need to know what contaminants you have, okay? The good news overall is that by far the most of our both public water and our well water is a good quality, but we do have issues in certain locations. You know, for example, there are naturally occurring contaminants such as arsenic, radon, radium, and even chloride, and primarily due to sea level rise or road salts, for example. So you have to test for these things to know what you're dealing with, okay? Once you find out what your concentrations are, then you determine whether or not you need filtration. So I recommend, though, when you're considering getting ready to test your water, also contact your local health department uh, they're a wealth of information, and they can provide you with other recommendations. Uh, say, for example, are you in a area with a natural occurring contaminant, say is arsenic, okay? Uh, but they can also provide you with a, a list of local private labs to use. Uh, so that's a great resource to tap into. So with these podcasts, we're, we're excited about, again, passing on some additional information to you about a whole host of, of topics and we think this, this is going to be a great resource for you. Uh, we're, again, are going to have uh, some guest speakers coming in in the future about different topics, say stormwater, for example, and other topics about public health. So we want you to take advantage of that and look forward to having an opportunity to, to visit with you. Sounds great. We plan to keep the podcast short and sweet, but if there are more questions, how do they contact you? Yeah, you know, it, uh, short of being a, a live radio station and answering questions, <laughs> which we're not planning, um, you know, the best way to reach me is to contact me by email, and that's simply my last name, which is lazur at umd.edu. Look forward to, to hearing your questions. 
Andy, you're a wealth of information. Thank you for doing this. Thanks, Elizabeth. Looking forward to it. Stay tuned for next month's podcast on important things to know about your septic system. And thank you for tuning in.